From the PSIA AASI Shelter at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. What a great guest we have for you today. Chris Hargrave is joining us from Sandy, Oregon. We're going to talk about some uh, summer riding, which, what a great topic. Right? I'm excited with with all everything that's going on around us right now. How exciting is it to think that we might get a chance to extend our season this summer up at Mount Hood at Timberland Lodge? I absolutely love it. So let's get into it. Tell us about how that even got started. Where do you ski in the summer up there? <laughs> well, it's funny because Mount Hood, being a volcano, years ago blew out, and it made these great these great channels and and uh, valleys and you know canyons that fill in with snow. So we've got a big giant snowfield up there called the Palmer Snowfield, which is not a glacier, but it is a very deep snowfield that that loads in beautifully and holds snow all summer long. And then there are canyon veins that trickle off below that that hold snow uh, for as long as about a mile and a half, two miles. Um, so you, you have a lot of skiing and snowboarding you can do in the summertime up there. Lots of places for us to build terrain parks and create training opportunities for all kinds of all kinds of riders and skiers. Now, this really started out with summer race camp or summer race training, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, they've been they've been doing you know I've heard as early as the late seventies doing summer ski race training up there, um, and you know I don't I can't confirm that. I've always wanted to get the true history, but um, they just they started doing freestyle snowboard style training in the late eighties and early nineties, and things really took off um, in the late nineties into the mid two thousands. By the mid two thousands, it was just the terrain parks and the culture and everything had just blown up. It was crazy. Chris, that's so funny you said the 80s because I remember riding up the Magic Mile chairlift seeing Susie Chapstick doing ski ballet. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wish we could still see that today. Magic Mile is perfect terrain for that too, isn't it? It's just nice gentle intermediate terrain. So when did the park start getting built? Because Timberline summer features are pretty spectacular. Well, it's a a sordid history of terrain parks, but really the first private parks started getting built there in the early 90s. And uh, they they started to become pretty elaborate by the by the mid 90s. And there's something kind of strange was happening up there where because the parks were private, they were just for camps where you had to pay, you know, a, a healthy fee to go to camp to have access to those parks. The the people who would come up there looking and hoping just to play didn't really have enough, much of an opportunity. So Towards the late 90s, uh, Timberline started building a public park, which was just a small offering. They'd build a, you know, an 18-foot half pipe and some jumps and rails, that kind of thing, to accommodate people. And, you know, that again, the culture, it's grown and grown over the years to where um, I think there's a demand for, for more opportunity and more, more access for people to come up and play up there. So how do you actually watch that, though? Because I mean, there's some very large jumps. You've got a, a full-size half pipe. And um, lots of stuff going on, but how do you kind of uh, ensure the safety when people are going in there? And I really want to get into how people can actually coach and teach in the park. Well, there's been a lot of development over the years in terms of what you can coach and teach in a park, right? So, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I think has promoted safety and success up there has been really the development of professionalism in coaches and instructors. So we're seeing more people that are that are either, you know, certified through USSA, USASA, or PSI and Aussie. 
And it's funny because I, I think a lot of times the best coaches on the mountain are those who come from an instructing background and have certifications through PSI and Aussie, um, you know, especially like their freestyle specialist and, and then their, their mainline certs, but then also, you know, cross over and, and work in the, with the coaching organizations like USASA and USSA, because you see then people who really understand how to create a, a functional and safer learning environment for their students to grow in. And that's what, that's what I think has you know, makes the difference up there. You can see the difference between a coach who doesn't have a lot of experience teaching or coaching and one who has, you know, has been trained and certified and has a lot of experience. And so one of the big steps we're taking right now is uh, working, working to, to ensure that coaches up there are certified and that they are members in good standing with PSI and Aussie, because we feel, we feel like that'll make a big difference in the quality of coaching experiences on Hill. Um, but in terms of, you know, regulating or policing it, it, you know, the parks have a real natural ebb and flow. They have, it's a lot like, you know, the skateboard community and skateboarding, you know, the parks seem to work themselves out and people learn, you know, the rules and the etiquette, you know, naturally, not always easily, but naturally. And there, there is a lot of that that's developed over the years. And I mean, there was a time, I'll give you an example, George, where I remember I can think back to a time when I'd be hiking at, at one of the half pipes up there. And if I did something even remotely out of line, if I rode the wall the wrong way and put an edge mark in the wrong way, somebody from the crowd would either be heckling me or coming down to talk to me about it. <laughs> it's just like, that's not how you do it. You need to learn the right way. And I remember thinking, wow, this community really self-regulates and pushes towards, you know, some pretty effective outcomes. So I think there's a lot of positive you know, it just comes from the community uh, taking care of taking care of each other. But also, when you have that many people up there and you have that much experience on Hill, if you're a new park rider, you're watching some of the best in the world and you're seeing how they use it. You get to learn firsthand just by watching some of the best people on the planet in the parks up there. And I think that does make a big difference in terms of how people take care of themselves and others. Now, when does summer ski rides start at Timberline? And I know we're shut down right now, and Timberline usually is not um, because you're open, I think, through Labor Day. Yeah, right now I'm sitting 30 minutes away from the parking lot of Timberline Lodge and uh, basically feel like I'm being tortured because I can't leave my house. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're normally we're open and this is the, one of the best times of the year. The spring is incredible at Timberline and they do even do a spring pass that starts in March for like 150 bucks or something. And it literally, it's unlimited all the way through the beginning of June. Uh, the summer, the spring pass will usually shut off right around the beginning of June. And then they switch over to their summer operation schedule where the pass is uh, a lot more expensive. Um, but they're, they're one of the only shows in town. Right. And, and honestly, for the value, it's incredible. Um, what you get for what you get for your pass and your access fees to Timberline. Um, but essentially that, that season lasts from the beginning, middle of June, right up until Labor Day. And while the parks, you know, the, the, the core parks are what we call our, our freestyle training center that will really operate strong the middle of June through the, uh, end of July, first week of August. But the, the resort itself will be open for summer operations all the way through Labor Day. Of course, you know, if, if everything in the world settles down and we're able to get things moving. And I truly hope we are because what an amazing experience it will be to come back together on snow. I mean, it's maybe it's not as big as the World Series or football or something else, but for us, you know, it's going to feel very special 
to, to, to see people skiing and snowboarding again. Oh, it uh, it's gonna, it'll make a difference. <laughs> now, you're offering uh, something for coaches that you haven't in the past, I believe this summer. A training discount available? Yes. So uh, certified members of PSI and Aussie will, if they're in good standing and they have their, their credentials, they'll be able to get uh, discounted access to the, to the mountain. But for those who want to build their own program, and this is something that I highly promote that you do because I've always wanted to do it, but have, you know, in the past only been able to access that freestyle terrain through the camps. Now that terrain is, it's open access. So you're paying for access uh, each day. And if you bring five of your own clients, then you as the coach will steer ride free. And that means you'll have access to 22 foot pipe, you know, big jump, a full medium and inter- intermediate uh, terrain zone, a full novice zone with features, you know, for learning all types of things. We'll have a, a pipe landing bag and we'll have a micro landing bag, like a jump style landing bag that you actually can land on right away. And we should be able to provide an experience for you and your clients, you know, to come up there and have, you know, whatever you can make it, whatever you want. I mean, you'll have access to almost two miles of free riding terrain through most of the summer. You'll have access to all of, you know, all of these parks that'll be, you know, on, on par with any other training facility in the world. And, uh, it should be, should make for an incredible experience for people. I mean, I'm excited. I'm already planning my own camps and how I'm going to do it with some of my friends, a couple one of my friends from Colorado, actually. So it's, um, it's an exciting time because as a coach, you can now build your own program and come out here and do things the way you want to do it. As long as you're certified, you carry some form of insurance. I always recommend to people that they just look at uh, sportsinsurance.com. Those guys have great, great packages for individuals. But you come out here and you run your program the way you want to. You have fun in the parks. There's all kinds of activities around the mountain that you can engage in. So you can really build your own experience. And while you're doing that, you're also surrounded by some of the best snow sports athletes in the world. I, I, can't, I can't speak to that enough. I'll tell you, in 2017, I was, I was working private pipe sessions with Toby Miller and Sean White, getting, you know, helping to get Sean ready for the Olympics uh, in 2018. That sort of thing happens every summer. There will be athletes from all over the world training at the highest levels. There will be teams from all over the country, you know, training at all levels. There will be kids up there for coming to the camps just to have fun on their snowboard with their friends and on their skis with their friends. I mean, it's, it really, it's just imagine being in a place. If you're a freestyle rider, imagine being in a place where every day it's the right place all the time. And you're surrounded by all the right people. And the energy is incredibly positive and you're everyone's there for the same reason to have fun to learn and to uh, pursue their you know their goals and their dreams so i the environment is incredible you just don't get that every day at, at, at most resorts and uh at least not in the training parks you get some of it you get a taste of it but that concentration level is so high at, at, uh, at timberline in the summer it's incredible oh, and then you even have photo shoots and everything going on in the afternoons it's really spectacular yeah, it's there's no. I mean, honestly, there's really no other place like it in the world. There are other places that you, of course, could go skiing or snowboarding in the summer, and if you want powder, I highly recommend South America. It's incredible. <laughs> but the uh, but the reality is that just that just that environment, that energy, it, it feels like you're at an industry event every single day. You know, it's like, but it's it's an event. It's now an event that everyone can go to. 
all of our every instructor in PSI and Aussie can come out and check this out and be a part of it and plug into it and find their own pathway. So pretty incredible. Well, Chris, I got to say, uh, hadn't talked to you, hadn't seen you in about 15 years. And as soon as you said hello, I was like, ah, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I felt the same way. Just hearing your voice is like going back in time. <laughs> and it instantly transported me back to starting my career, you know, at Timberline all those years ago and all the amazing people who influenced me and you were one of them. And I really appreciate that. I mean, I think about all the different things that I've been doing and it's, it's just a wild, it's been a wild ride. I mean, now I'm, I'm working on a skateboard thing right now for the United States Skateboard Education Association and more the more I do these things, the more, the farther I go in this, in this industry, the more I recognize just how important, um, my friends that I've made through PSI and Aussie through teaching skiing and snowboarding are to me and how, how much they've, uh, how much they've changed my life and, and, you know, shaped me into the person that I am for better or worse. <laughs> so, but, but the, uh, the impact that this organization has had on, on me, I mean, it's it's just it continues to lead to things that just blow my mind and amaze me all the time. It's incredible. Chris, it's been amazing uh, catching up with you, and I certainly hope to see you this summer. Me too. Likewise, George. Thank you so much for joining us on First Chair. I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. From the Sheltered Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.